podcast babies. I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney, and we're Fat Out of Hell. A bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigma through conversations about our experiences as bad, rad fatties. So take out your extenders and buckle up, because it's time to go! Hello! Oh, podcast babies. Welcome to the episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the new plus size blogger index. Woo. Y'all, I'm pumped about this. This is super cool. Yeah, so the plus size blogger index is super dope. And I found the originator, uh, shout out to Timorous.me, um, who also created the mid-size blogger index and the petite blogger index. Um, she actually started off with the mid-size blogger index first, and as that blew up, she created the other two. Um, this is incredible work because essentially what's happening is these indexes kind of just populate based on, you know, who wants to share like their sizes, their measurements, their handles, and it makes it a lot easier for people to find and connect with people who are their size you know, because there are a lot of times where you see something on a plus size person, you're kind of guesstimating, you know, based on what it looks like on them, would look good on me, X, Y, and Z. And this makes it just so much easier um, to kind of scroll through, see who else is your size, if they're also your same style. Like the survey itself is really in-depth and really awesome. Um, it goes through size, you know, how tall are you? What do you classify your style as? And it's just like really in depth and it makes a really good resource for, I feel like other bloggers to like network and find other people within their size range, but also people who are just looking for something like someone to connect to and to see like, you know, what their fashion is, what style they're aspiring to and like how it looks on a body that's similar to theirs. And I mean, we were even like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, also, it's fascinating, like, the little I've done of looking at people who are technically, like, my height and my size, we are shaped so differently. That is exactly not, what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Things do not look the same on us, right? Like, Kita, we've talked about this. Like, even though I'm a few inches taller than you, we roughly wear the same size. Yeah. But, like, we are not shaped similar. We are shaped at all. so differently. Yeah. No, like... I, looking at this app, even for two minutes, I found two plus-size bloggers, two two Instagram accounts that are my exact same size, that actually one of them I had heard of before and thought that her stuff was so cute and was like, oh, I don't know if we're the same size, though, because we're just so propor- we're proportioned so differently. And now I see that we're the exact same size. And so now I'm like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> Like, no, I can follow her. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hell yeah. (laughs) I mean, not that I could have before, but like, now now I can like look and be like, oh my God, literally, if I could buy that exact outfit, it would actually fit me. (laughs) Yeah. It's also this like beautiful reminder of the diversity of bodies within the plus size community, right? Like, like we all look so different. Yeah. (laughs) And that is awesome (laughs) well and it's like a really cool reminder of how varied how varied people's styles can be even within such a restrictive style category Mm -hmm. of like 
there are like if you go through the categories on that spreadsheet there's business casual there's like witchy boho there's you know it's the 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 style classification is so varied and you can find pretty much any kind of any kind of look on there which is such a valuable free resource yeah yeah absolutely like go through to her page and buy her a coffee for that shit because that's (laughs) so cool i know and like it's something that you like you know you wish existed but you never think that you can create that yourself and I'm so glad that, like, somebody was like, I'm just going to make this. And then, like, all of us are betting, benefiting from it, which is fucking fantastic. So thank you a million times. Well, and I'm, I'm curious, like, I'm looking at the – now I'm looking at, like, the midsize one. And it's so interesting because I have friends who have talked to me about this podcast who feel like they're – who feel like in the conversation surrounding specifically fashion, they feel like the kind of like 10, 12, 14 range. Like mm-hmm. they're they're the sizes in conventional like straight size stores that get sold out the fastest. And the fast the fastest. That said that yep. right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, I all of a sudden <laughs> called into question. I was like, that sounds wild to me saying that word. I can't explain it. Um, maybe there's a bus that's going by and I'm just unhinged. Oh my but, god. Um, no, oh, shit. But there's um, <laughs> no. But they're the they're the clothes that get sold out the fastest, and so they feel forgotten. And I remember being like a size 14 and feeling that way. Of course, now that I'm a size 22, 24, I'm singing a different tune because I realize what what it's actually like to not have that many mm-hmm. options. But I, I mean, in some weird ways, you had more options, right? Because you were like technically the end of the straight size spectrum. Yeah. And like the beginning of the, the plus size spectrum. Mm-hmm. But it's like also like, what does it say that sizes 10, 12, and 14 sell out the quickest in straight sizes. Yep. You know what it says? That they should be marketing actual plus sizes. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. But A, they, be sh- they should stock more of those sizes. And B, yep. they should also be selling plus sizes. Right. No, like, I remember, I remember being like a size 14 and going to Old Navy and like, 14 at a, at like just your garden variety old navy at at a garden variety old navy they go up to 20. Yeah. And I remember and it is a generous 20, I will say. Yeah. Um yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I remember going into an old navy and I remember there being 20s and I remember there being 10s. And nothing in between. And and I think that the explanation for the 20s is that I think that fat people get so discouraged going into, like, going into an Old Navy. Like, the yeah. idea of, like, going into a fucking Old Navy and not finding anything you want, why even bother, you know? And then, yeah. like, starting at size 10 and below, like, there just aren't as many people that are that size, 
Like, how many size eights are banging around out there as opposed, like, as compared to, like, size 12, 14, 16? Well, we know that the average size woman in the United States is 16, 18. Right. So, like, uh, yeah, l- less. Less and less. less. You know, I think the... It is so interesting how I think there's this shift in perspective of, like, understanding of that. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, this thing that's happened where I think that statistic is sort of permeated enough where people understand that perhaps uh, a size 8 is actually not as common as a size 16. Yeah. But it's, like, retail retailers still haven't caught up to it. Yeah. Is it that they haven't caught up to it or that they refuse to acknowledge it? I, I mean, I'm going to say it's that they refuse to acknowledge it yeah. because the... It is like one of those weird things in, um, you know, another episode where Jesse talks about capitalism. Um, <laughs> Let me get my soapbox up. Thank you. Um, no. And another episode where Maureen and Keita are very here for that. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. Where, like, you know, you would think in the capitalist structure in which we live that if there is demand and need, that it would warrant. Uh, products being created for it but for some reason even though we know there are more categorically plus size or fat women we're not making clothes for them so like why why is that why what and don't and don't even get me started on like fashion for fat men because Mm. that isn't even nearly as progressed as fashion for fat women and let alone like people who are non-binary right like mm-hmm. they're although i have found a non-binary swimsuit that i want myself because it's just so Ooh. stinking cute um <laughs> although given that we're not allowed to go to the beach in chicago i'm like jesse you cannot buy swimsuits that is a misuse yeah. of money. um <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you gonna do sit in your apartment in a swimsuit just get an inflatable pool like i did in college and like blow it up in your living room i i have actually debated that because this apartment has no front yard no backyard and no deck and i was like well maybe i could lay down some tarps <laughs> like, and then i was like this sounds like a recipe for like disaster um, yes like i will be like a modern day Anne of green gables uh, so I know I it is this like unbelievable thing to me that in capitalism which wants to sell you something all the fucking time mm-hmm. the one thing we actually need as fat people we cannot find right we need clothes right yeah period we need to clothe ourselves we need to like you know be able to find clothes that are for work clothes that are mm-hmm. for enjoyment clothes that mm-hmm. are for like uh loungewear right? yeah like that, ooh, like, yeah uh, yeah like and it's so difficult to find these things and really capitalism should make that so much easier and yet and yet they cannot sell you that you need to fix yourself if they actually offer you Yep, presentation needs. Yes. Yeah, basic shit. Yes. So, it is that is the soapbox. <laughs> I'm stepping down off of it. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um 
No. It is, but it's infuriating, right? Because like, yeah. it really goes back to this this systemic structure of like thinness at all costs, right? Mm-hmm. So like the the someone is making money off of you still. It's just not clothing companies, and you'd think they'd want to. But like, right. if you watch any fucking design show, it's like every time they have to do a design for a plus size body, they hem, they haw. They make it, and, and their their plus size bodies are literally size tens, maybe right, right. Um, Which I I don't know if either of you watched Exton Fashion. Mm-mm. No, it's a Netflix show with Tan France and, and Alexa Chung. Um, but I will say they had a plus size challenge, and the only woman who might have been like a very 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 low end small fat was the one who was the most verbal about how much she hated doing the challenge. And I was like, okay, this is internalized fat phobia. But right. there was um, the the two designers that were given the largest model won the comp like won that particular competition because it was they made something like it was fucking hot. It was hot and she was beautiful and she was like probably a size 20 and like i was like i want that as a goddamn swimsuit i want to wear that every day of my life i want to walk out on the streets of chicago wearing that because it was like a little fetishy which you know that is my my aesthetic a little fetishy (laughs) (laughs) a little smidge of of fetish I i mean i like it's not like uh it is a really poorly kept secret that i am slightly an exhibitionist so like if i could be like sort of naked i'm like yes i'm here for this i am i am i love it yes yes i know i know you're looking at all of this thank you um yes oh my god is that it. one of the options on the survey slightly fetishy i mean there's like that there's the other line so you can just like write that in <laughs> imagine like a fetishized cupcake that's me like a fetishy cupcake cupcake <laughs> yes like give me that cherry on top thank you and please no. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I now want to create a one woman show describing my aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> just 45 minutes of just different like ad- adjectives. I, uh, I think people would pay to see that. <laughs> just walking out in like a black spandex bodysuit. Like a uh, like a cat. Funny you should say that. Like that a is a essentially suit. <laughs> yes, I am currently essentially wearing that. So. Yes. So you walk out in a Catwoman suit, and you and you're just like cupcake fetish <laughs> vintage. Give me some glitter. Give me ruffles. A nice, sensible clog. <laughs> I'm thinking so when you said so sensible clog is actually like a completely reasonable co- combination of words I was thinking of like those wooden clogs that are like supposed to be they're from Holland and so <laughs> So I mean, a sensible wooden clog. <laughs> yes, sent me. 
you you know that like our most recent fat fashion friday that had me in it those are wooden clogs with a leather oh shit no they're not really so i yes i told you a nice sensible clog i am scandinavian after all that's true (laughs) that's true i love glitter cake and clogs (laughs) oh yeah sound like the name of your blog <laughs> yep. Glitter kink and clogs. Glitter kink and clogs. Bah, 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 bah. Oh my god. No, I'm like just I'm just like spending more time on this index and falling more and more in love with it, honestly. Because so I had only I was looking at it on my phone and so I had yeah. seen I had seen handle link to page size. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, even that is sick. Yeah. <laughs> but then as you keep going, it's like talk. It, it's just like you can really dissect and find someone who is at your same intersection. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. It is so, it yeah. is so cool. It is so cool. I. <sighs> We well, love resources. Yeah. We do. We love a resource. <laughs> we, we do love a resource. No, it's just like, I've never, there is so much hunting that is part of the fat experience. Mm-hmm. There's so much digging. There's so much. Every time I've been a bridesmaid, it's been a hunt I know we talked yeah. about that. Every time I'm going to an event, there's a hunt. Every summer that I've, you know, if I've gained weight and I don't fit in the swimsuit anymore, there's a hunt. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. And I'm so not used to having information really clearly laid out for me. Yeah. And I'm freaking out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I'm, it's just like, I can't believe that I can just look at this document and there are people that whose styles I have appreciated for a while that turns out are the same size as me. Yeah. And I had no idea. And now I can look at their stuff and just appreciate it that much more. And the fact that that is such a rarity, that cl- mm-hmm. <laughs> that clarity is such a rarity... <laughs> Which I, you know, I, I, I hate that that just came out of my mouth. But, I, I mean, that's uh, your blog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Clarity is such a rarity. Um, that it, it, it is so rare, though. And the fact that it's so rare is like just yet another example of the importance of fat people speaking the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I kind of love about this? I think a lot about what it's like to be 13 14 15 and in a fat body like those kids are on the worldwide interwebs right they're mm-hmm. on the instagram mm-hmm. they're on the tiktok they have access to this resource so they can look up people who are a, if they're like a 16 year old who's a size 18 they now have a way to look up tons of influencers or tons of people yeah. who are living their lives being happy fat and free and like like there are images of 
positivity. There are images of what it's like to really struggle. There's images of like where you can shop, right? Like yeah. giving these adolescents like an like indescribable resource. Yeah. I think another thing that I really appreciate is that like you know, though the the person that created it is a mid-sized blogger, like I think it's just like a, a showing of like actual allyship that's tangible and like does good for the community you know because she didn't need to create like a plus size and a petite size like index she could have just kept it at like mid-size but she kept going anyway like you know what the clearly this is the thing that people want so i'm going to make it for more yeah and i think that's really cool well and i think i think that i'm the petite one is something that I'm interested in just because I know that there are challenges that mm-hmm. petite individuals do face mm-hmm. in in finding clothes. Like, like you know, there are people who are under five feet tall who yeah. can't find pants that are that are the correct inseam, or there are people who have you know who are their proportions are just so small and they're looking for adult clothes but can't and so they're relegated to children's clothes that don't have the appropriate cut and it's just i think that each each of these indexes is so important for different reasons i think you know mm-hmm. the petite index is a valuable resource in mm-hmm. you know for you know these you know four smaller women who have these fit difficulties i mean obviously they have more resources than fat people do but the fact that again that clarity is available is representation is very absolutely is very important Mm -hmm. mid-size you know there is frustration being kind of straddled between you know too fat to be uh conventional you know to fit like conventional fit off the rack, whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, not fat enough to be considered plus size and kind of be, you know, whatever. There mm-hmm. there are there are challenges in being midsize. And then obviously, you know, there's a whole fucking podcast about all the challenges that fat people face. So, yeah. like, <laughs> so I mean, I don't really have to expound, but there's just and I, I I'm just so overwhelmed by how important these transparent resources are Mm. you know this this and so many others like it and i just think transparency through people's experiences and people's different intersections is so is so needed in in every aspect whether that's whether that's race whether that's body size whether that's you know disability like i think that transparency is so important absolutely no i'm just so heartened by this it's so cool yeah agreed concurred concurred (laughs) so i know that i'm gonna fill it out but i encourage everyone else to because i want to see your bodies on it yeah so I have shared it onto our, um, I shared it today on our story. So, so, and then, 
We'll share it again when this episode drops. Well, so Mm -hmm. I think that a good, maybe what we can do for, for the remainder of our time is, so obviously, you know, Jesse and Keita have already filled it out and I'm going to fill it out. But what if we take this moment here to talk about what sizes we wear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can start. Mm -hmm. Um, I fluctuate between a generous 20 and a small 24. Um, I have clothes in all three of those sizes. Right now I'm wearing size 24 shorts and they're so comfortable and a little roomy. And so I would say that I average out to about a 22. I'm five foot four and very short waisted. So I carry, I carry my weight in my, in my, in my trunk. I'm a, I'm like, I'm like built, I, I'm like the kind of body type that I'm just kind of like, I, I look hard to knock over, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My voice teacher in college told me that I'm very sturdy. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I am. All right. You're I like, am, I am. Thank I you. I am sturdy. Yeah. Try to knock me over. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Who wants to go next? Uh, I am five foot seven. And I wear anywhere between, like, a 22 and a 26. Sometimes I need 26 on the bottom if it, depending on where it hits, because I am hippie. Um, But I am also a sturdy body, but the opposite. I have the longest torso known to man. And I also have a torso that kind of comes in and indents strangely. (laughs) I Mm. like to say my body looks like a sexy BB-8. Um, with legs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I, I think it's accurate, and I actually really love the description. So, um, it yeah, I am like I, I have like decently sized boobs, but then everything drops in, and then my hips. So, so it's um. I honestly have never seen anyone with my body shape, <laughs> uh, but I wear like usually uh, certain dresses. It's going to be like twenty-two, maybe a twenty-four, but if it's just a bottom, I might need a twenty-six. Yeah. No, I. If if I were so, if you're a sexy BB eight, I'm. Have you ever gotten a pillow delivered? Like, have you ever gotten received like a pillow in the mail? Like when try, it's like, like when been it's vacuumed? Like, no, when it's like stuffed in a box. Like, oh, sure, sure, like sure, cardboard sure. Box where there's a pillow in it. That's my frame. It's <laughs> just kind of I'm rectangular, but I kind of go out like this. <laughs> I I don't know. I think your boobs are pretty great. It's not to like you know like objectify you. Your boobs aren't boxy. That's what I'll say. <laughs> this is like turned into friend conversation, right? Like, welcome to the podcast. Where you're like, your boobs aren't like a rectangular box. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I do. <didn't>. Well. <laughs> no, I do have, no, I do have great boobs, but, um, <laughs> I, I yield my time. <laughs> I also have 
like an ass that won't quit and thighs. Those are my my weightlifting ass and my weightlifting yes. thighs. Hell yeah. Fuck. Okay, Kita. All right, well, close this out. I am, I guess, like, I don't know. I haven't really, I think I'm, like, a solid 26 now. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to kind of, like, skirt the edge of, like, depending on the brand of 24, depending on the brand of 26. So I think I'm, like, now, like, a solid 26. Um, and I'm, like, a, like depending, like, I guess a lot of it, I feel like for all of us it depends, but like you know, I think I usually there are some places I can get away with like a two X in shirts, mm-hmm. but I think I'm like a solid three X, four X if I want comfort, yeah. or if I know the place is like really weird with their sizing, I'll always just opt for the biggest size and it'll probably fit me perfectly. Um, so yeah, I'm like just at that range where it's like options are starting to get a little limited and i'm just like i'm gonna do the best that i can with what i got and i still do it um but i really don't need to buy many clothes for the foreseeable future so hey um i mean i mean where am i going right like i was gonna say leggings more leggings more leggings almost put up something on our stories it was like what is your favorite plus size legging just out of curiosity for me it's torrid i am a torrid leggings person hardcore yeah yeah i mean universal standard is kind of up there but like they're really pricey for what i need so i'm a torrid torrid legging person stan the other thing i love is that they're like um their crop length is actually like a full length on me it comes to my ankle in a way where i'm not having to like roll up that because yeah again even though I'm 5'7", I am a human Mrs. Potato Head with all torso. So... <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm like, my legs are disproportionately small. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I feel like I'm a, a generally... I don't I can't tell. I don't know. I'm a generally, I guess, evened out person. I'm going to stand... Like, they can see me. So... The rest of y'all don't get this treat, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. Am I, not, like, an evened-out person? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now it's just a belly show. But- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm here for the belly show. But Let's I'm also, do. like, I also think that's, like, an important conversation. All of us have three very different-shaped bellies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, like, something we don't ever talk about as fat people, like, our bellies are not shaped the same way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm a very front-heavy person. And my ass is as flat as a cardboard box. So baby. <laughs> <laughs> so all the time, gets all the love in. And then I've got, like, a tiny bump. And who is the fourth person? Oh, it's John. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how are y'all doing? Good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, we're finishing up our last episode, but um, if you could come back in maybe 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm bad. Okay. Bye. I was literally about to stand up and show them my butt, and that's when you, as soon as you popped it. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'll You're just... totally fine. We'll see you in a little bit. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>
I, I love that. I love that that's like we're like like hosting like a party right now. Ding dong. Yeah. Who's gonna keep that in? That's hilarious. Oh my god. Um, I kind of now I have these grand plans for us to do like a weird live Discord show. That could that be, be really, really fun. fun. Well and we could um if y'all are interested in us doing like a live stream, we have the technology to do that. Um Ooh. yeah. I'm interested. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's figure out a day, a time and a day that we can do that. And that would be super fun. So that joy, that joy niece pop in was like a perfect little, perfect <laughs> spark of inspiration. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I think we can call it there. Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts? Um. If you have the means and you have the wherewithal and you have an idea of a resource that you think would be valuable for people, do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same. And like, same thing I was going to say, honestly. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we love you podcast babies. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Out of Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat Out of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at fatoutahellpod at gmail.com. Bye, babies. <laughs>